I'll tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Strange Podcast, episode 69. I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today's February 28th, 2019. Did I hear you say 69? 69. Oh, no. <laughs> the nastiest of all the nasty oh, numbers. Oh, <laughs> man. The only number that would be close to being good would be 666. But we're not that oh, far yet. That's a long way. Yeah, I know, away. but 69 is good. 69 is good. That's what she so, said. Yeah, six. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about 666, Illuminati, and all that stuff. Did you, I was watching uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, all right. It was, on, it was on the Joe Rogan show again. Oh, was he? Again? Yeah. I thought those guys had, like, had beef. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's like, and all of a sudden, I saw it on my on my uh, on my YouTube. You know, it came up saying, "Hey, the Alex Jones is on there." I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, because I remember the last time I looked. You know, because I kind of keep up on it. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, Alex Jones was like on the show, just like ranting and raving about Joe Rogan being in the CIA and CIA. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, just, just like he I was like an that. operative, and yeah, it was like he was just he, basically just he worked with Snowden all and shit. all that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember him saying something about his, you know, that he was a racist because he was finding like these little clips that were taken like out of context about you know him talking about black people and and what was it during his comedy show? It was during like a like a podcast, but they're you know they're just fucking joking around and sure. you know just and then like he, and then he was putting pictures of his uh, I guess adopted daughter. Okay, she's like I don't know I think she's in her twenties, but like really racy pictures up there. Ooh, dang! And talking about her and stuff. Yeah, just kind of being a dick. Oh, jeez, why was he doing that? I don't know because he was mad because Joe Rogan wouldn't put him on the show anymore. That's why. Yeah, so he was just fucking <sighs> throwing a tantrum. Fucking, but. Jeez. But he did. He eventually. I guess. I guess they they talked it out. You know, called each. They called each other. They they hashed all their problems out, and they got on the show. And it's it's the best fucking four hours. <laughs> is it really? Is it that good? Of podcasting. Yeah, is is Alex Jones just flying it. off the handle with all his conspiracy theories? Yeah, and he's talking. He's talking like crazy. Like I remember the last time he was on, he was talking about interdimensional beings. Okay. So he's yeah he's so he's doing that shit but he's like <laughs> but he's like talking about like I don't know like the way he tells the stories are just amazing they're just like he's like he's basically everybody everything's happened to him oh the way he talks. <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah like three years ago like, this guy's offered me like three million dollars <laughs> to uh, but I'm too de- I'm to, too you know, proud I, I'm I'm too yeah but I didn't take patriot, you know, like I'm a patriot so I yeah, won't like, take that. Like even when he was a kid, he, he like all these amazing things happened to him. Like he's like like he was involved in sex cults and all this shit. shit. Like he's talking about. I'm like, really? Come on, dude. He's fucked over like all he's th- fucked over like 300 women and <laughs> <laughs> he got he, he got more ass than Will Chamberlain and all this shit. Just the stories. You're just like, oh come on, dude. You're fucking lying. We, 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 no we, one believes you know, that shit. You know, we always knew those kids. You know, growing up, that like did everything. You know, like, yeah. Their like dad had. Happened. Their dad would was like a cop that would you know he would beat up. You know, it was like Superman, and he would like take on ten <laughs> guys, and and he did this, and he did that, and the kid was awesome because he had this and that, and 
It sounds like you know he's a big kid, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what Alex Jones is like. It's like when you're in the you're, you're in the you're in the playground and he's like telling you all this shit about his dad and stuff. Yeah. You're like, wow, that's that's at first that's when amazing. you're yeah, first when you're real <laughs> small, you're like, oh god damn, your dad's awesome. And then you get older, you're like, all right, that's, all right. that's enough. And your dad was a fucking janitor, dude. Yeah, I know. I, I've seen him working. <laughs> he was. <laughs> well, that's his cover. He's under. He's undercover. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, he's been doing it for twenty years. Yeah, but so I, if you haven't listened to it, yeah, listen. Alex Jones, all right, all right, on Joe Rogan, I'll check it out. I'm only, yeah, I'm only halfway through it, but I'm like, man, I'm every minute's like just a fucking amazing. It's just dude. comedy, huh? It's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, comedy and entertaining. Oh, and then just listen to Joe, listen to him. It's like, oh, but it tracks me. Up. Is, is Joe just like taking it all in, or is he like rebutting? Yeah, he's just taking it? it in, and he's and he's trying to get him to focus, you know, because he just goes off like one. He just goes off on tangents, like. You know, like he'll be talking about aliens, and then the next step he's talking about like child porn, you know, child <laughs> porn things, and then go, he just goes off on it. And then Joe's like trying to slow him down. Okay, you need to focus on one, yeah, thing, and or who who's doing this? You know, get, who name the guys and yeah, the organization you know, or something. Yeah, and he won't he won't do it. He'll just like keep going into something else, and you're just like, come on, dude. Yeah, but it's 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 fucking amazing. It's comedy, huh? <laughs> it's good comedy. <laughs> The best. Oh man, I haven't I haven't listened to Alex Jones in a while. I used to listen to him a lot. Yeah, I, I just I think it's because I haven't heard him because I used to, I used to love listening I to him. Too. Like I think he's like most of the shit he talks about is stupid. Yeah, but it's so fucking entertaining watching him get all crazy. It is, isn't it? Well, dude, that's that's a, it's a good value he's got, you know. And and <laughs> I think the best part is I don't know. Do you think he believes all that stuff he says? Because he's pretty passionate. Yeah, I I think he might. I think some of it's just for entertainment mm-hmm. value. Sure, but I I think some of the stuff he believes into it until he gets into like the interdimensional stuff, and then mm. I'm just like, Ugh. that's a little bit weird. But hey, but, what if he does know something we don't? <laughs> I don't know. But sometimes he bring, he's because sometimes he's right on stuff, and that's what makes you think about like the mm. crazy shit mm-hmm. that's like too crazy. You're just like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes he, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not that crazy. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess if you take like fifty shots in the dark, you're bound to hit something, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can't be wrong all the time, can you? <laughs> Gotta get some right. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be right every once in a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, there was aliens. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was right. <laughs> he's right about everything else. I know. Did, did he ever? The frogs are gay. Didn't he talk about the Sandy Hook? kids being like orchestrated and all that stuff yeah and that's, that's i think that was a that was the main reason why they got them kicked off they, oh. you know they, t- they took because they took them off of like facebook they took them off of that's youtube right. that's and, right yeah, they started censoring him. and now he's yeah they censored them really badly which i you know i i can understand why but then again it's like yeah it's freedom of you know speech and stuff like that he should be able a, to say yeah it's not wants. government yeah it's not like government like you is keeping them quiet, but it's no, like, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's it's the platform. It's, it's it goes against their rules. I mean, they have certain rules, yeah. and they don't want people to cross them. And if you do, that's when you get taken off. So yeah. it wasn't the government banning website. him. That's correct. Yeah. It was it was the like Twitter or whoever YouTube. You know, they're not owned by the government unless he claims they are. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I could be wrong. <laughs> But usually, when you break the rules, you know whatever site you're on, then you know they have rules that you have to live, you know, play by. So, yeah, I remember that. I remember people saying, "Oh, the government, this is becoming Nazi Germany," and it's like, uh, "Well, it's not the government turning them off. It's I know it's the sites that are doing it." So, 
Because yeah. some weren't. Remember, Twitter kept them up for the longest. Yeah, I think Twitter, I, I think they, would, they still had them on. Yeah, they were the last to acquiesce with with uh, removing him. But all the rest did. So, uh, I wonder if he's back. Do you know if he's back? No, he's. I don't think he's back on, but he just had him back on the show. Okay, okay. Well, maybe he'll be making but, a comeback now that Joe brought him back. Wait. I mean, Joe's a popular no, podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, I guess if he didn't change his tune, right? He's still saying the same things. So, <laughs> well, he seemed a little bit, a little bit apologetic about the Sandy Hook thing. Oh, was he? He was trying to. Yeah, he was. He was trying in his way. I think he was trying to apologize for it, but I think his it just comes out wrong. Like he doesn't do it right. It, it's just like he's trying to blame everybody else, but he was trying to. You yeah. know, it's like Logan, I'm sorry that you're a piece of shit. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like that. It's like, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, you're a piece of I'm shit. I'm sorry that you're wrong. Yeah, I'm so sorry <laughs> that you don't understand any truth. I'm sorry that you're too stupid to get this. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. You know, I mean, it's like wait a minute. It's like the 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 Rick Sanchez apology. Yeah, exactly. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick Sanchez. God, when will you come back? <laughs> oh, I love that show. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm gonna have to check that out. Have you done anything else? Have you checked out any other good shows? No, not really. That's pretty much all I've been doing, listening to. And then uh, I've been playing video games. That's about it. Oh, you're still playing? Um, what's it called? Uh, the Apex. PUBG? Oh, Apex. Yeah. How's that? Is that going pretty good? Yeah, it's going. I mean, I'm not. I'm fucking dying a lot, but. <laughs> 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 but that's the name of the game. So I was I was like playing with you last night. I was playing with a friend of mine, and we were playing Halo mm-hmm. Five. We're doing co-op, and we're going through the missions. And that's a game where you can just kind of sit back and play, right? It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But then I play Battlefield Five, and man, I'm sitting up all close. I'm all hunched over. I'm all bad posture, and like when I get done playing, my neck hurts, my back hurts, my legs hurt because I'm sitting all fucked up. Because I'm, you know, you got to really get into the games. You know, they're really intense. Yeah, well, you're getting old. Man. I know, but I mean, but like I'm, but I'm saying is like you have to really like. You know, be into the games to like play to compete. Yeah, you gotta focus. Yeah. yeah, and it's like versus like if you're just kind of playing a game that's not so you know high octane. You know, you can just kind of play mm-hmm. and just sit back. Like when I like said when I'm playing Halo Five, I'm just kind of sitting back, relaxing. I'm not hurting. I'm feeling good. You know, the the sun shining, the birds are singing. It's fucking beautiful. But when I'm playing like Battlefield Five, damn, I'm fucking hardcore into that shit. It's intense. Man. It is. It is. <laughs> you still playing with all your your workmates? Yeah, so still with the guys. Yeah. Still doing the same shit. <laughs> still same shit, different day. We're still getting into trouble, playing games all day. Getting, getting into the shit. Well, it sounds like a fun time. It's a pretty good time. Yeah. All right, so we should get to the sexy party time. All right. Well, we should do some strange news, right? We'll do strange news, and then we'll get into the, the sex stories. All right. Which I'm pretty sure that's what everyone's waiting for. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just want to hear about sex. No, you goddamn it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll uh, talk about strange news. It's time for strange news. And we're back. So I got this first one here. This is a little bit of a weird one. And we've had stories like this, but fuck, they just don't go away. So this South Carolina man finds a stranger, children, and, and the stranger and her children moved into his house and they were wearing his clothes and eating his food. So this guy came back from vacation. And mm. when he came to his door, this woman named Savannah Reinhardt 
she just she, he came up to the door and she she showed up at the door like yes can I help you and he's mm-hmm. like um this is my fucking house and, she, <laughs> <laughs> and so so basically he, he was like he's like um like get out of here so he calls the cops and they come and they like get her and they find like there's she has kids there like I said they're just uh-huh. chilling inside eating his food you know wearing his clothes like I said um Somebody had been smoking inside. Um, the, <laughs> they even smoked. Yeah. In <laughs> One of the kids was wearing pants. Comfortable place here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. The kid was wearing his pants. No, no, the kid wasn't even wearing pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were putting on his clothes. Like oh, some of them were. Like like she was probably wearing some of his clothes. Like probably his shirts and stuff. Right. <laughs> the, the dog had pissed all over the floor. I mean. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so themselves at home. Yeah, she and so when the cops showed up, she's like, "No, I live here." And she's like, "He showed, you know, proper, you know, evidence yeah, that he lived there." So they yeah. booted her out, like, you know. And she got, she's getting, um, she's gonna uh, face charges for it because she was, you know, basically trespassing and <laughs> <laughs> her kids have been placed in protective custody. But um, yeah, they they had to check. They took her to the hospital first before she was discharged. Her and the kids, you know, make sure they're okay because yeah, it, it's, were they homeless? Yeah, I'm assuming they were. I'm assuming they were. That must that must be like a big thing because I got a story just like that. Ooh. So it, it it must be like a a situation that's that's just getting out of hand because I got a story where like in downtown Sacramento, a couple was left feeling shocked and violated after two people broke into their home, got naked, and then used their shower. Got naked? You mean like uh, yeah. we're fucking? <laughs> the no, they were just, just they were just, just taking naked. a bath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Use your bath. So said, she said the first thing that hit her was the smell. The smell? She said it smelled like su- yeah, like sewer, sewer mixed with vomit, oh, mixed with bo, what mixed with f- dirty feet. Oh God! <laughs> she said she walked in and made her eyes water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kara Halen said as, as as she was trying to describe the, the scent as she walked into her home. Oh, she had the smell that hit her so badly that she had to go upstairs to check what was going on. And when she went upstairs, she came across a very large six foot plus man, Ooh, shit. Uh, two hundred pounds, naked with with her towel wrapped around him. <laughs> yes, what do you want? And the, yes, could I help you? That sounds like a really bad porn. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get undressed, come on. <laughs> Get in. It's sexy time. So, so she said the intruder was not alone. There's oh. also another a woman in there naked in the shower oh, with the guy. <laughs> just hanging out, huh? Said, Showering? Yeah, just hanging out. She said the two unwelcome guests helped themselves to the oven, you know, the electric heater as well. And basically she she was there she was asking what they were doing there and they're like well we're just kind of hanging out <laughs> so they she got they got into a heated argument and after that she called 911 the police came down and they pretty much uh, hauled off hauled off the, the couple that was there so but the police said it's it's that's happening a lot i guess because there's there's so many so much homeless people yeah that they're just kind of like they're just looking for places to, to keep warm you know and and eat something so they just like break into houses and try to take showers and you know get whatever they yeah, need sounds like they're getting real comfortable though like i think if it was I me, know, a little bit too comfortable yeah if it was me right i'd case a joint i'd make sure when they leave and then i'd probably go in there i might eat some of their food if i'm really hungry and i'd take a good shower and i'd probably bail before they got back i'm not gonna be chilling yeah, you get in and get out yeah, yeah you don't 
Not These guys are sitting there like yeah, bathing, like watching Netflix and yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember those other people? Those other stories. People were just doing that. They're just hanging out. Hey, you know, making food. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Just, like, you're ruining my time. It's like, fuck like, you. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to watch the whole season of Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm binging this bitch. Get the fuck out of here. I'm binging it. <laughs> Like, like five seasons. What the fuck are you expect? <laughs> <laughs> I was only gone to the store for an hour. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I don't. I don't get it. I wonder why that's happening a lot. Yeah, I guess. But like you said, to... there's lots of homeless. You know, and yeah, this, and this homeless is an are just getting brave. Just getting brave, I guess. Yeah, I know, huh? That's crazy. Um, I got this other weird story here. Where um, this is kind of weird in China. This beekeeper called to remove thousands of bees from a car. So, oh, shit. Yeah, this beekeeper was summoned on the side of a Chinese road when a massive swarm of insects descended onto a car. So there was a video filmed in Xingang City, Sichuan province, and it shows bees swarming, swarming over one side of the parked car. So mm. the driver said the bees had been surrounding a nearby high-voltage power lines before moving on to the back of the car. Oh, shit. Yeah, the man said when he summoned a beekeeper, when the insect spent more than an hour on his car without showing any signs of leaving... So when the beekeeper got there, they were um, they were able to remove the bee colony, which included two queens. Oh, yeah. So there was like a full on couple kingdoms there on his car. That's that's that's. I wonder why. Like, and there's like a picture of it, and there's just like mass bees. Like, I wouldn't fucking touch it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like mud. It's kind of like smeared, you know, on the back of a window, but it's just uh, all bees. All bees. Damn. Yeah. That's what. I've had a people come come in and say that you know they try to get rid of bees around their house. Yeah. But you know they're they're like endangered now, so you can't really do anything to them. Oh really? Well, because you know how a lot of people, a lot of them, or a lot of the bees were dying. Yeah, that's right. Are they making the a comeback at all? Or I know. I I think they're kind of it's kind of leveling off mm-hmm. from what I from what I read, but it's you know for a while it was like a they had the that syndrome where the the bees would just kind of leave the leave the the hive. Mm-hmm. And then just die off. That's right. I remember that. It was becoming, they were talking about, you know, I was reading like super, certain sites, like if they all die off, then, you know, nature will die off basically. And Yeah, every dude, yeah, the bees, bees disappear the then everyone else goes with yeah, them. Yeah, like they were the key to everything. Yeah, that's. Key to life. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't like fucking with bees, but. Because I've had people come in, it's like, I need to get rid of like a hive that's near my house. You know, they wanted, they want us to buy all this poison to kill them off. And it's like, I can't sell you anything to kill off bees. Ooh. You know, I could do like a, a wasp nest or something like that, but I, I'm not gonna kill off bees or, yeah. you know, you shouldn't do that. Even they're they're, di- they're dying already. Yeah, no doubt. And, they, and, they, and people get all upset. I'm like, oh, they do. Here. It's like, yeah. It's like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, well, you call, call like a beekeeper. beekeeper yeah. Call like, yeah, they'll find a way to get them out of there. Yeah, you know, without they'll they'll they'll, they'll, uh, they'll move them off for you. They'll relocate them. Yeah, they'll they'll take them. Yeah. Oof. Well, good thing this guy did that. Good thing he didn't kill them all. <laughs> that was a lot of bees. Speaking of uh, honey, I got some, uh, some some hot sugar story here. All right. So police were left quite surprised when a woman called in to report that her drug dealer had sold her brown sugar instead of cocaine. She, she ordered. <laughs> the coke I wanted told, was bad. Arrest him, officer. She told the officers that she paid 200 pounds for the transaction only to be re- only to realize that she had been scammed oh, afterwards. Oh, poor lady. <laughs> oh, how dare they. The police <laughs> The police posted on Facebook 
we've said it before and we'll say it again drug dealers do not care nothing about <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing about you and only about their bottom line and filling their own pockets <laughs> Surprised? Did she try calling the Better Business Bureau as well? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want restitution, Gavin. <laughs> I know. Also, what did she get? When you said she got like arrested, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna get a shitty Yelp review. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, did, they, did she say that she got arrested? Well, this I guess. Because it was it was in Northern Ireland, so I don't know how how the Irish handle how, it. How, yeah, how they handle it, but they apparently she didn't get arrested. Oh, so the, the, but like a lot of the posts attracted numerous comments from Facebook users who appeared to uh, greatly enjoy the sweet scam. <laughs> 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 who was the dealer, Mary Poppins? Someone said, and one asked, a, <laughs> well, some were joking like nothing beats a sugar high. <laughs> so Lisa spoke to the woman in relation to this matter and. Uh, gave her the proper advice and what guidance to be taken after that. So I don't. They didn't. They didn't arrest them. So I don't know if they do something different there. You know, they're not as <laughs> hardcore with it. But I thought it was pretty funny. That is pretty good. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. You know, we've been having that lately, right? People have been like fucking up on their on their thefts, and they had to call the cops to help them. Yeah. Same with the drugs and people moving in houses. <laughs> this is common thing. It's gold. Yeah. It's gold. Well, I, tell you. I love it when they do it. Yeah, great makes great stories. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, kind of getting into our theme of uh, our show tonight, I got this one here. A nail salon owner in Ohio has pledged the fight to keep her business's unusual and controversial name. The name is Handjob Salon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they do there. <laughs> they work on your hands. That's their job. <laughs> <laughs> so Perkins Township Zoning Director Megan Sherlin said there have been complaints about the handjob salon, which bears a sign displaying the name on the shop above its entrance. And officials are looking into whether the sign could be considered obscene. Ah, people. So they so they, they can they can make them change it if it's too they feel, too uh, controversial. Or? Yeah, the, the name's you know it's on top of the store, right? It's it's just mm-hmm. like any business, right? You have your name up there. And people like this, you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is too, you know, risque. Yeah. So we might need to do that. So they're saying that the community's, you know, kind of complaining about it. And the owner, Don Moore, has pledged to fight to keep the name. She says, quote, if you go and get your nose done, it's called a nose job, right? Well, you come in and get your hands done, it's a hand job. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there's been, like, customers that come in, they're all pissed off because they thought it was something. I don't know. know. It's all guys showing up. I know, they're just like all in there, like all in the robes. Just I showing know, up guys. All, uh, <laughs> all right, I want her. Is this, <laughs> is this where, you, where you get the hand job? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for a hand job. Thank you. <laughs> How much for a hand job? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it 1999 like it says out the, <laughs> the front? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, interestingly enough, the business had earlier been denied a permit for its sign, but the township reversed the decision after determining similar names had been approved. But the, mm. the Ohio Board of Cosmetology and the Ohio Secretary of State. So mm. she says the owner says she'll go to court and find any attempts to remove the sign and remove change her name. So good. you know, good for so her. Just keep that name. Hey, that's that's a, a good solid name. Yeah, you know, it's it's unique right now. I mean, everyone knows what a hand job is, but <laughs> <laughs> people remember it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Would you get nails done? Hand jobs. <laughs> she, she's got like a. She's got. She's got a news reporter on it, yeah, so I mean, she's got followers. It's you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be big, right? If it goes, 
big time news. What if it went national? I don't know if it'd go national. National might not want to give it that type of hype. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what. I mean, if I wanted to get my nails done, I would go get go to hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good place for me. <laughs> so I got I got a story here from uh, South Florida. So a South Florida man stole collectible coins worth ten thousands of dollars. Mm. Then he ran them through the grocery store change machines only to get a fraction of the value. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the Palm Beach the Palm <laughs> the Palm Beach Post reports uh, the twenty year old Shane Anthony Melee uh, told investigators he stole pretty much uh, like a presidential dollar coins and other items of the from this. Uh, South Beast office uh-huh. in December, and the coins were worth about thirty three thousand dollars, and he ended up getting a couple grand out of them because he <laughs> <laughs> changed machine. He could have got a lot more. <laughs> I'll change you these two dimes for that one dollar yeah, so, of yours. <laughs> yeah, so he basically, yeah, so he just basically got the face value of the coins oh instead God. of like you know because they were worth a quite a bit. So, oh, oh man. <laughs> Uh, Darwin Award. You think you're like if you're gonna steal that kind of stuff that you would know, you know. Well, you know, at least if it was a little bit unique, you'd, you'd look into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, all right. Why would you steal a bunch of coins not knowing, you know? Yeah. Not knowing like their face value or like what you could get for them. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking. You know, it's like you might as well find a place where you can steal actual dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you get hundreds instead of like a bunch of nickels Fucking and stuff. Coin star. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a jackass. Well, I got this last one here. Keep it on our episode 69. Um, Tennessee man accused of dipping testicles in customer salsa. This Tennessee man is accused of, like I said, dipping something other than chips into a customer salsa. Howard Webb was a driver of dinner delivered, a a food delivery service on January 12th when he allegedly put his testicles in an order of salsa that a customer had ordered from a Mexican restaurant in Marysville. So... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so they ordered his balls to be dipped in nope, there? No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> so in a video published by the news station is seen. They got him on video? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> he is seen seemingly putting his testicles in a cup of salsa. Someone else in the vehicle, identified as the delivery driver, is heard giggling and saying, quote, this is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip for an almost 30 minute drive, unquote. <laughs> And so he Webb says, "Oh, this feels good on my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's very spicy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, uh, um, dinner deli- delivered ad- addressed the video on Facebook, and they said, "Oh, this guy's a rogue independent driver contractor. He doesn't work for us." So, so you know that. Oh, so he po- he did post it. Yeah. Then, so everyone can see. Oh, yep. what a dumbass. Yeah. So, you know, th- you know, he can get in trouble with that because you know. Um, He's inserting poisonous substances inside inside a, you know, customers' drinks. They also say, and um, yeah, because you don't know where his balls have been. What's that? <laughs> you don't know where his balls have been. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> balls are always clean, aren't they? Isn't that what women always say? <laughs> 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 so he was arrested on Friday and charged with adulteration of food, liquids, and pharmaceuticals. So. <laughs> Yeah, this wow. guy, yeah, this is a picture of him. He looks fucking pissed. <laughs> he looks like bring that salsa back. I need my balls back in there. <laughs> I know. Uh, he looks fucking mad. 
<laughs> my balls must be in the salsa. So, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, if I did that, I wouldn't put it on video. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, Logan, but I would not do that. No, I'd probably use the hummus. Hummus, I'd go. Hummus, yeah, hummus. I'd, you know, you think it might feel better. Um, salsa. Yeah, it could just be like a mud facial, but for your balls. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know how good that might feel. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this also with the spiciness, it might cool down right after. That might feel real nice too. You might get a little tingle, I think. Ooh. Tingle on your dingle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're not careful. <laughs> oh, episode sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> you give us lots to talk about. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we have for Strange You. So uh, let's get into the uh, crazy uh, sexy stories. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll uh, get nasty. All right. Okay, we're back. So, um, yeah, episode sixty-nine. So, I'm gonna we have the theme of like sexual type of stuff. So, I got this story here. Use a story. Um, this is by where's he at? Gestin Schmied. I don't know how to say it. Gestin Schmied. Gestin Schmied. I don't know. So, here's the story. This is not the first time I've experienced having a quote wonderful moment with an unknown girl in a dream that felt extremely real and suddenly waking up feeling someone or something beside me. This happened three years ago. In my dream, there were four girls. I didn't know them. They were just following me. I named them Anne, the one who appeared as their leader, Beth, the tallest, and Claire and Donna. These two were like sisters, but these were not their real names. Mm-hmm. The next thing I can remember is the four girls were already on top of me. Claire was on my left leg, Donna was sitting on my right leg while she's pulling down my pants. Beth was kissing my tummy, and Anne was on top of me, biting my lips. Ooh. Yeah. Everything felt real. When Anne finally let go of my lips, she went for my right ear, and that's when I saw this man standing some few feet away, glaring <laughs> at me. <laughs> the man's face was hidden in shadow. All I could see was his long, silvery white hair and the golden pupils of his eyes. When Anne's <laughs> lips found my right ear, she whispered, We are not humans, but please just let us have you for a week. A week? Yeah. <clears throat> that scared me. But after what <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't commit that. Yeah, much no, a week's a long time. <laughs> for poor women. <laughs> I have commitment yeah. issues. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he says, That scared me. But after after what I've seen and heard, I finally realized I was just dreaming. And the only way out of this was by opening my eyes. It's not really hard to escape a bad dream once you've learned that it's just a dream. All you need to do is just open your eyes. But when I woke up, I saw Claire and Donna standing at the foot of my bed on the left side. Beth was there too. She was on the right side foot of my bed and Anne was at my right smiling at me. None of them had any clothes on. The faint fluorescent light coming in from my window allowed me to see Beth's entire torso and even clearer side of Anne's bare body. 
The sight of them made me jump out of my bed and reach for the door. When I went past Claire and Donna, I had a glimpse of their faces, and they don't look anything mischievous or scary. They just look like normal humans with gentle-looking faces, <clears throat> especially Donna. She looks like an innocent girl, but their ears were pointy. I opened Like elf ears? I guess. <laughs> I okay, we'll say that. <laughs> I opened the door to let some light in from the hallway, and then I looked back to where they were. They're gone. My mom was outside preparing breakfast. She asked me why I got up so early, but I just shook my head. I stood there for about a minute or so, still staring at the places where I saw them. Still nothing. I left my door wide open, climbed back into bed, and checked my cell phone. After that, I tried to remember my dream and think of what Annie told me and Claire and Donna's pointy ears. My eyes were closed, but I know I'm still awake. I could still hear my mom's footsteps in the kitchen when I felt something move on the right side of my bed. I opened my eyes and saw Anne. She was on her knees, one hand pinning my right arm, the other cold and slowly applying her weight on my chest, making it harder and harder for me to breathe. Her head was also slowly moving towards mine, creepiest part was she was still smiling. I looked at the door's direction, hoping to call my mom's attention, but I could no longer see the light coming from the hallway. I thought the door was closed again, but I could no longer tell. Donna was blocking my sight of the door. Claire, on my right, both of them on their knees, just a few inches away from my left arm. I tried to get up, but I felt something heavy on top of my legs. It was Beth. The last thing I could remember before losing consciousness was Anne's lips pressing on mine. I woke up late in the afternoon that day feeling really exhausted. I told my <laughs> I told my mom about this and she freaked out. She said these are demons and they plan to take me with them. I don't know. I still get visits from them and they no longer freak me out. So it sounds like this guy was getting fucked by four chicks, man. <laughs> They're demons, remember? I don't demons. know, man. I don't know. Is that is that such a bad thing? So these were just like in his dream, right? So like he'd wake up and they'd go away. No, but I mean, he wake he woke up from his dream and they were still there. They're still there. Yeah, that's the thing is, he was in his dream. They saw he saw them and they all wanted him. And then he opened his eyes like, all right, I just gotta open my eyes and I'm out of the dream. And when he Uh did that, he was in his bed, but they were all still standing around his bed. Huh. So it's like he woke up from a from a dream to another dream, but after he kind of fought them off there, he went he opened the got up and went to his mom and his mom was talking to him. And he just like went back to bed and laid down, and that's when they took him again. So I don't know, man. I don't know. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound too bad. I know. I know. <laughs> as long as they're paying rent, you know. know. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> they fucked me for hours. I was so tired. I was like, the worst thing ever. It's horrible. horrible. I know. I know. I had to make each one of them come. It was horrible. <laughs> Oh good shit! He's probably that. That was probably his nightmare right there. <laughs> so I I decided to go like with the sex themed hoaxes. All right. His name was Ellen Abel, and he had, he did a lot of these experimental pieces that he would do just to basically just to fuck with the media. And it was this was like in the late late fifties, you know, early sixties when he did this. So. In 1958, Alan Abel formed a crusade whose mission was to close all naked animals for the sake of decency. Mm-hmm. So he called he called it the SINA or the the Society for the Indecency to Naked Animals. Okay. The slogan was <laughs> 
the the campaign slogan was a nude a nude horse is a rude horse. So Ellen and his wife Jeannie would go out and picket together, and they would travel to the White House. They they actually went to the White House and held up signs out in front, pleading the Kennedys to cover up their their horses' private parts. <laughs> pleading. <laughs> <laughs> and they and he even went like on a bunch of television shows, and and radio shows to promote you know the Cinna, the which is you know the 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 society for the naked <laughs> for poor naked animals. for indecent naked animals yeah, yeah. and even high the guy even hired his friend um, Buck Henry to play as uh, as part of the Cinna's president G Clifford Prout, <laughs> and together they would. They they duped a lot of the major you know, programs like they they were on the Tonight Show, the Today Show, which back then you know that's 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 was like a, those were big deal programs, yeah, yep. you know. Um, they were on CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite, Ooh. trying to trying to go off and tell people it's like they need to clothe their animals because it's it shameful and sinful that they're naked. <laughs> and they and and you know this got a, a lot of publication, got a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of media frenzy, you know, over it. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where even the public started, you know, like it was, it started out as a joke, but the people, you know, started, other people actually started to become really outraged <laughs> that animals were going around naked and they would, they would join in with these marches, you know, to close like every, they wanted to clothe every horse, cat and dog and cow. And, oh my gosh. And so people were getting behind this movement. And it was a, you know, a, a satirical commentary on censorship. Okay. You know, poking fun at poking fun at the time of all the you know the the moral maniacs who were out there. You know, banning books didn't you know sex was like a bad thing. <laughs> people needed to cover up, and and they were just trying to make fun of people at that time. Okay, so it wasn't until like five years later that they actually you know came out and Time Magazine finally blew the whistle on them and basically told told everyone that Senate was a uh, was a was just a fake campaign. Oh really? And it was yeah. So they, this went on for a while, and you know they and people were trying to join. People were joining it and trying to get involved, trying to clothe the animals. <laughs> and it was, but in, in you know, and in two thousand, in the year two thousand, so no, the hoax was honored by Time Magazine. So like they got like they got honors for it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I've always heard of like um, people talking. You know, I used to always like Donald Duck, and you know how he doesn't wear pants. Yeah, <laughs> people wanted him to cover up. You know, like the Kool Aid Man, he wears shorts now. Did you know that? Does he really? Yeah, you... didn't he always wear shorts? No, he used to just remember he was just that Kool Aid Punch Bowl. Remember, he's real big. Because I remember, he, I thought I remember him wearing shoes. Well, shoes are different than shorts. He might have just been a freak. <laughs> <laughs> he just got done with sex, so he's just wearing shoes. He just, like, went out to get the paper. <laughs> No, I gotta look this up. Yeah, I, I kind of. Oh, you're right. He has pants now. Yeah, and he didn't used to have pants. No, he didn't. He used to just be, you know, fucking nude. He used to be naked and free. <laughs> yeah, he used to just be nude. Now he has pants. You know. <laughs> so I guess Sin got to these guys too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kool Aid Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had to cover up. Yeah, you and they even gave him a shirt. Yeah, some some of them has a shirt, but most of the time he has pants. Yeah, he's got blue jeans. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he's got, it's funny. I have a little wang, a little Kool Aid wang. It's so pathetic, isn't it? 
I mean, this is pretty funny though. I know, but I mean, I'm just saying. I was like, why would why would it, why would a glass of Kool Aid like have pants? I don't know. <laughs> why is he busting through walls and shit? That's true. You think he was shattered? You know, like he's made of glass. He's crashing through walls. You think he'd break first, right? That's some uh, strong glass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's some reinforced glass, maybe. <laughs> breaking, breaking the laws of science. I know. Well, science no, is now correct because he has pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer nude. He's no longer a, a, pu- a public menace. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I remember the same thing with Donald Duck. They talked about him, too. And I don't know if they put pants on him. I think at, like... If you go to Disneyland, I don't think they ever did. I think at Disneyland he might have shorts. I don't know, but you know the cartoon they were talking about. Oh, he's naked. It's like, come on, really? Like, oh, well, he was naked. Yeah, he had a top on though. I know, but you know, you can, I guess his his dick could still be showing. Could be hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got the story here. This is another one, a uh, succubus story where this came from Rick sixty three. So he says, this, my story began in 1980 through 81, right here in New Jersey. I was 16 years old when a spirit entity known as a succubus visits me in the night. When the entity first came to me, I had told my parents about the visitations. They didn't believe me. They told me it was my imagination. In the end, I accepted their nightly, her nightly visits and the dreams that followed. In the dreams, I always dreamt of a woman with dark shoulder-length hair. And we had sex. And as the dreams progressed, so did the sex. And it moved from the dreams to reality. She was invisible, of course, but I always felt her body on top of me. My relationship with her lasted on and off for over 19 years. Even when I was with some woman, around 1999, it stopped all of a sudden. Mm. Then later that year, my parents died. Recently, Recently, I purchased a book online about summoning spirits. So I purchased it, read it, and used a simple summoning ritual, and she returned. Since then, we have been in a relationship. I don't go into details about this relationship. I will only tell you that sex is great with her. I know to some she is a demon, but to me she is something more. Oh, I know. Can you imagine? Love. I know. I mean, <laughs> I haven't heard of like a guy, you know, doing that. Remember those women that are like, you know, in love and marrying ghosts and shit like that. Yeah, and getting orgasms like all kinds, like thirty plus orgasms. Yeah, I remember that story you did a while ago yeah. where that lady. Uh, was in love with a ghost? Yes. Or she married a ghost? She was going to. She, oh, she's going yeah, to? Yeah, she was. I, it may have happened by now because that was like a six months ago. But yeah, she was, you know, he was the best lover she ever had and, you know, multiple orgasms a night. I mean, I guess she doesn't realize she's yeah. using a dildo, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to burst her bubble on that one. <laughs> it's like a white dildo with a little ghost face I know, on I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one. It's, it's called uh, Hunting for Bambi. Do you, I don't know if you remember. It was like in 2003. Uh, they had this campaign called Hunting for Bambi. I don't And it was a that. series of... Do you remember that? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, it was it was basically a series of hoaxes hoaxes and videos that publicized in the summer of 2003 where they would... Uh, they took this uh, fictional competition to hunt semi-naked women with paintball guns. What? In the desert of Las Vegas. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't remember this. <laughs> Why was I not part of this? F- God damn it! <laughs> it was created by Florida resident Michael Burdick. He, he had a, like a like a video like of of people hunting down these these women. They there would be women in bathing suits with tennis shoes, like running around, and they would hunt them down with these uh, <laughs> paintball guns. Okay. You know, and they showed this video of 
Huh? Okay. <laughs> and just... they showed this video of them hunting him down. And it was like $5,000 for some... For, it was, no, it was like $5,000 to $10,000 for the privilege to hunt down these Bambis. The thing is, like, it never really happened. It was just a fake video that they put up saying that, you know, this was oh, this was something, something you that you can do. do in Las Vegas. Yeah. Fake news. And, and so basically, yeah, fake news. So um, people got really upset and, you know, we're all pissed off about the misogyny of it. You know, like having women go out there and they're like... Well, you know, and so they started going off like, well, you know, we're, we're paying these women. They're getting like $2,500, you know, to go out there and get get shot at. Yeah. <laughs> they want to do this. They love this, okay? <laughs> I remember this back in 2003 because it was like, it was like a big deal. Like people, um, news, the news was reporting this stuff mm-hmm. as if though it was real. And, and, and then after a while, it took like a, a couple of years before people realized that it was a it was a hoax. Oh <laughs> shit! And it, it, nobody was ever hunted at all. Yeah, it was just fucking fake. Yeah. Oh, they feel stupid after that. I hope. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's like the, the way the news cycle works. Is they they you know get all hyped up about one thing and then all of a sudden nobody cares. You know, even if it's not real, but everyone thought it was at the time. Sure. And and then nobody really says anything that afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we solved that problem. It's like you didn't do anything. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> you didn't do shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay five thousand dollars. It'd be kind of cool to do it for a couple, couple hundred. <laughs> 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 somebody <laughs> with a paintball. I mean, you're playing. You're hunting with a paintball gun. Uh, I guess I'm not. There, I'm it, not really into that. So. Uh, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, they're like in the bikinis, running around, <laughs> shooting them. <laughs> the bikinis, man, that would hurt. I gotta. <laughs> I know that's it. That's I know because they're just all bare skin. Yeah, that would hurt, man. Poor ladies, that'd be horrible. Jeez. <laughs> well, would you let people hunt you down for for twenty five hundred dollars? Fuck no. <laughs> for twenty five hundred dollars, you just go out there and let them see if they can shoot you for like an hour now. I know they can shoot me. I'm not gonna let them do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. You didn't do it in, in your banana hammock, running out the <laughs> <laughs> Trying to dodge bullets. I know, shit. <laughs> you remember, remember like that movie, uh, remember with Ice-T, when he was, those guys, all those oh, rich yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, they hunted him? What it, the hell was that movie called? Uh, surviving the Game, was that what it was? Yeah, Surviving the Game, yes. Remember that? Remember that and they were like, yeah. you know, oh, he was poor, remember he was homeless and all that, and then, like he gave him yeah, food, yeah. and they clothed they gave him. him food and, and all this stuff. They made him seem like he was one of their friends, and they took him out there, and he was a game member. <laughs> 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 oh, man. See, that's what it makes me think of. Like, you're just being fucking hunted down like some animal. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty creepy. That would be. I, I'm not down with that. <laughs> I'm too much of a pussy for that. I don't want to get hit with those bullets. So it's I, just paintball. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I mean. I don't want to get hit with those. Oh, shit. Especially my bare skin. I'm fragile. God damn it. <laughs> So I got this story here. I'm gonna get back to some sexy stuff. All right. <laughs> so this one here is called um, from Classic First. Another story I got. This ha- this experience happened about a year ago in March of 2010. I was still in my home back in San Rafael, California. At that point, my ex had just broken up with me and moved away. About a week after that, I was just chilling in my room on Facebook when I felt a light tingling sensation on the back of my neck. I reached back and felt nothing there. So I resumed what I was doing. About five minutes later, I felt a hand closely close gently on my shoulder. I felt secure. I closed my eyes. I heard a voice on my head saying that everything would get better. I mm-hmm. asked if it, if it really meant it. 
As soon as the words had come out of my mouth, it kissed the back of my neck and said that it would be there for me. I closed my computer and turned to face whoever it was. What I saw next only can be described with mere words. It was like a goddess and a demon in one. I was speechless. It led me to my bed and had me lie down. I did as I was told. She then proceeded to lie down next to me and curl up in my arms. I kissed her head. She ran her hand down my cheek to my chest and slowly lifted my shirt up and off. You can probably imagine what happened next. I then woke up and she was still there next to me. She whispered in my ear that she would come back and reveal who she was when the time came. Since then, I have not had any contact with her. So, I don't know. This this was like a weird one here. Like, like remember the last guy? He lost mm-hmm. her and then he sought her out by doing... Doing the ch- ritual, the chance yeah. Also. I wonder if this guy needs to do that same shit. But <laughs> <laughs> so he just basically he got the one night stand. He did, of yeah. It? She like fucked him and fled. <laughs> She's all coyote ugly yeah, out trying the, to get out yeah, of there. The guy who's supposed to do that shit. <laughs> no, nah, baby, I'll call you. I'll call you. I'll, no, I'll call I'll you. Call you sometime. Yeah. No, no. no, I promise I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I will still respect you. Don't worry. So, <laughs> so, yeah, this guy, man, he got used and abused, and he's all in love, but... And I never see her again. Yeah, maybe because he was at his lowest point, you know, he just broke up with his woman. And so he was, like, not, you know, he didn't have anything, he didn't have anyone, so maybe he was just feeling like, mm-hmm. fuck. He just imagined it all. Yeah, it could have been. Again, I don't know. I've never had a succubus around. I don't... <laughs> I don't know of any how much of this is true. There's a lot of story. I mean, as you well know, there's a lot of incubus and succubus stories out there. Uh-huh. But again, I couldn't tell you. These are just things that I'm that I've been reading about and hearing about. I don't know, man. These things are weird. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it'll happen again. He's got time. He's got time. time yeah. Yeah. So I got a story here. This one's about the International Sex Bowl. The International <laughs> Sex Bowl. This is a, th- yeah, this is the same guy that Alan Abel. Not the name of uh, in, in 1971, this guy was probably kind of a hoax pimp, man. Yeah, this guy using the cool. ali- <laughs> Using the alias Harrison T. Rogers, <laughs> Abel, announced, <laughs> Abel announced the International Sex Bowl event whereby couples from around the world would compete for Climax in front of the black tie audience. Oh. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Damn. So members of the press were invited to attend the Olympic-style competition, where, which was billed as the most shocking sporting events Ever to be staged. Mm-hmm. So, outraged protesters from the watchdog group called SOS or Stamp Out Smut picketed <laughs> outside the, the, the venue. <laughs> SOS. But, yeah. But, like, like however, um, these guys were merely actors hired by Abel to attract further media attention. All right. So, they got, you know, he got some fake protesters out there and he's telling everybody's going to do this. This a uh, sex Olympics thing, sex bowl, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, just like all the other events, he's got the news, fake news coming out, okay. looking to see what's going on. You know, yeah. the sex bowl itself was Abel's ploy to promote the upcoming release of his film, in their, which is a uh, is there sex after death? So basically, he's just lied again to the media, and the media fucking fell for it again. Jeez. <laughs> Abel, you diabolical smart man. <laughs> I hope this is Abel still. I wonder if he's still around. If he is, I hope he's rich. There's a documentary on him. 
uh, it was on Netflix, but I think it's on Amazon. But you gotta pay for it. But you can look him up on uh, on YouTube. Uh huh. Alan Abel, and he's he's got a ton of he did a ton of this stuff like throughout his whole life. Really? Yeah. He just duped people and got money for it. Yeah, he basically like just and like he he was to the point where like the news media <laughs> as soon as they saw him they wouldn't you know they wouldn't want anything yeah, to like, do with it. So he's like hi, yeah, he'd get other people to or like you'd be dressed up in in uh, costumes and stuff and and a lot of times you you know he would he got I mean, I think he got on like um Donnie at one time which was like one of the biggest shows back then. Yeah, yeah. Helen Abel, huh? But yeah, he was a pretty interesting character, and a lot of his a lot of his things had to deal with like like sex and just weird shit, <laughs> which I thought were pre- was pretty entertaining. That's pretty cool. Sounds like he's uh oh he died in 2018, died last year. Yeah, 94 years old. Wow. With all the sex stuff, he only had one kid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got a bunch of illegitimate ones. Who knows? <laughs> So did you watch this, the Olympics, the the Sex Bowl? Would I watch it? Yes. Yeah. Would you go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Are you stupid? What kind of question is that? Of course I'd watch that. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course, they'd be there. Yeah, I would. Front row seats. Yep. Of course, I would pay to go there. No, uh, <laughs> I would pay for that versus the being hunted down by paintballs. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the better one to go. To. Yeah, I think that one would come out a little bit ahead on that one, and I do mean, <laughs> I do mean, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, get some head. <laughs> so, um, I got this one here. This is from Trigger NGO. So this one here is in summer two thousand eight. I moved to North Carolina with my family for a fresh start in life. Life was exceptional for the most part. By December, we purchased a new home and were officially settled. During the open house, one of the rooms had a strange air to it, as if something was already living there. Being the curious 13-year-old I was, I picked the room as my own. The first few months were fine. I enjoyed living there, and life progressed normally. The house was located in a small subdivision with about 15 other homes. To the left of the subdivision was a cemetery. I've always been a believer of entities, ghosts, spirits, and the likes. So whenever there were random shadows and noises, I, ju- I just thought of it as a wanderer from the local cemetery. I always used to stay up until about 3 or 4 a.m. gaming away. So I heard a lot of activities that went on in the house at night. A few times, I heard footsteps cross the hallway in front of my room. In February 2009, I saw an entity take shape in the form of an adolescent girl who was about 14, the same, the same age I was in back in 2009. I hadn't known what to do. So I let things take its course and we ended up having intercourse a few times throughout the months. I had talked to some of my good friends and they told me they would never that they would come over and help me dispel the succubus as they aren't to be trusted and only use you for their own benefit. I refused. Yep, can't trust them. Yep. It's like a woman can't trust them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I refused. I've been able to have conversations with her and she did not seem to care about me. In December, my girlfriend broke up with me for confidential reasons. Probably because he's fucking a succubus, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So so he says, I stormed into my room that night for for bed, utterly depressed. Kim, which is the succubus's name, immediately phased into the shape and tried to figure out what was wrong. I explained everything as best as I could to her, 
and for the first time, instead of going straight for the golden pleasure, she held me in her cool, soothing arms, reassuring me that everything would be alright. Every time I'm down, upset, or just out of it, she would appear and comfort me to the best of her ability. She's attached to me for some reason, and when I moved to Florida in March, she came with us, using me as her new possession so she could just leave the house and cemetery. She saved me from turning into roadkill last month, as I was biking home from school, being the idiot I was, I pedaled fast and was staring at my front tire. I love to watch, and he says, I love to watch the road flash by for some reason. And was about to shoot straight into traffic when she whispered, Stop! And I managed to brake in time instead of shooting off the curb and into the path of an 18-wheeler truck. Right now, I'm doing great in life. And everything is great, pretty well, and I haven't seen her for weeks. I want to know, is it okay to keep her? I, would, I want to know if she's an actual ghost. I don't want to be selfish and keep her from finding her own happiness in the afterlife. I want to help her. It's, a, it's the least I can do for all the time she has helped me. Any comments or insights are much appreciated. So hmm. it sounds like this guy's, you know, he's got a pretty good deal, huh? <laughs> she, <laughs> I, know. She, I mean, she fucks him all the time. He's sad. Yeah, <laughs> she just gives him pity fucks. <laughs> pity fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like. <laughs> Every time I'm down, she comes and fucks me. That's basically it. So is he trying to find like her? Well, she kind of. She's supposed to go. I think he's just wondering, like, is he being selfish because she's always coming to him, and could she be with somebody in the afterlife, like another, you know, spirit? Oh, I see. Yeah, like should she um, be wasting her time with him? You know, is he keeping her from achieving whatever, going to the light? Oh, going like going going across so the, whatever across on the other side. Yeah, or maybe having happiness. You know, being with another spirit. You know, in love with another spirit. Like, is he keeping her yeah. from that? Yeah, I don't even know if I think about that because I'm like, Fuck, she's here. Yeah, I exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like you made her be go, made her like come there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she's not a slave or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's hunting her down with paintballs and shit. <laughs> I don't don't question a good thing. I know, man. She's coming on her own volition. She wants to fuck your brains out, guy. Yeah. There's probably a day that she won't show up anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I know. Questioning everything. It's like, God, just, just fucking go with it, guy. She likes you. She likes what you're doing for her. Just keep fucking her. So, yeah, yeah I thought that was uh Some of these are pretty interesting. There's a lot of succubus stories that. That is a lot of sucking, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got one last short one. All right. And then I think we'll we'll uh, finish it off. All right. So, in 2005, a uh, dog condom vendor appeared online, <laughs> offering not only <laughs> not only proportionally sized condoms, but also lubricated and meat scented variety <laughs> to enhance. <laughs> <laughs> to enhance pleasure for both dog partners. Oh shit! But the problem, one of the main problems, of course, is that the dog put, couldn't put it on himself. Nope. So you got to put it on for the oh, dog. Oh fuck <laughs> that! And take it off when he's done. Oh man! <laughs> but anyway, this this ended up being a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> That was created by an online condom condom retailer called Animal Instinct. <laughs> Animal Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny because I a lot of people believed that, that this was a real thing. Really? I guess yeah, I could I see mean, that. I could see that. Like, you don't know what shit's real anymore, right? I mean, you. Because <laughs> you, you think it's like, why would you want? Like, I, I don't know. Why would you want a dog condom? You know, like, because you'd have to put it on and off. 
Come on. It seems like such a pain in the ass to do. You don't <laughs> you don't have it. You don't know any people that are like dog lovers and they'll do anything for their dog. Yeah, but you think like if you had a dog that you would, you know, neuter them and or, you know, get them fixed before, you know, you know cuz you don't want. You know what this means me of? Remember you've heard of that woman who like drinks her dog's urine and she fucks it and stuff? Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> she was like on YouTube and, yeah, and everybody I, gave I, her such I, shit that she Yeah, she like fucks like, her little dog crazy or something like that. Yeah. Uh, shit, let me find her. Yeah, that was... You think she... This girl, she would, this girl might buy that condom. <laughs> 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 it comes with, like, a jar of peanut butter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I don't know how to this lady up. Fuck her. I thought that was a really... I thought that was a funny hoax. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. But I mean, I'm just saying. I know some people that really like their dogs. Like, they, <laughs> yeah, it's almost believable because there's so much crazy shit for animals that there is. There's a lot of people who were like, "Yes, my dog needs to have safe sex." Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, what? Yeah. You know, you might so hear can, that, and it's like, oh, I can't believe you just it, said that. Yeah, it's like one of those things where he's like, ah, it might be true. It, you know, it could be true. It, it better not be true. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not. Yeah. But, the world doesn't doesn't uh, isn't giving me any any reason not to believe it's yeah this, not happening. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of stuff like that. Uh, it's just like fucking bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm glad that's not true. I'm really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one that I'm glad. The last one was okay. If that one was true, that'd be all right. But <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that one was too much for yeah, you. Yeah, this one's like man. But again, I, I could see people. I know a few people that are really dog lovers, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I need to buy this for my dog," you know. <laughs> and they'd be bragging. About yeah, it they like would. They'd be telling like, their friends about it. And serious, they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be really like bragging a, about it. Yeah, like they're they're like doing the like they're doing the world a favor for doing exactly. It for like, yeah, I'm I'm with it. You know, <laughs> that, that's their whole thing. I'm with this shit, and you're not. I can't believe you're not buying condoms for your dogs. <laughs> Like it's like George Costanza comes like you eat your candy with your hands. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All disgusted with people. Yeah, remember I told you the guy at work that was eating a a, a donut with a knife and fork. <laughs> 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 I tried taking a picture of him after I called him on it. He's all covered up. <laughs> he wouldn't let me see. <laughs> I think he got like maple on his shirt and shit. Probably <laughs> 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 wasn't doing a very good job. Well, no, because he was trying to cover up. You know, he was all oh, put his, his arm his over it. Yeah, he's it. all like, like put his face like all flat on the yeah. table. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so fucking got us. That's what you get, asshole. <laughs> but, uh, all right, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> all right, so we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. So everyone have a good morning, evening, or night, and well, we'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange, stay sexy. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.